Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. Me, Justin G. Myself, Justin Briner. And me, Sarah M. Oh, hey. I am so thrilled that we've been able to get together on the UNESCO Distinguished World Radio Day. (laughs) UNESCO? (laughs) Yeah. That's a thing. That is a fucking thing right now. This is this is was uh, that a thing when we were in radio? Like, what? I, do you know what it probably was? I, no one it, gave a it, shit. It looks like it came into into being. Yeah, November third, two thousand eleven. Oh, then no. <laughs> so probably not. No. I mean, I guess for you, Brian, maybe. maybe I think maybe like the last year for you, Brian. Yeah, it might have been. Because yeah. I, I graduated in, in 2010, so I just missed that World Radio Day. Um, oh, you guys could have gotten a, a day off every year. And... Yeah, but we were still doing PTP radio around that time. Oh, yeah, we absolutely were. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't have Sarah around to tell us all these important historical facts, though. No, so no. Prob- yeah. Facts. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad. Nice. Thank God Sarah's here that we didn't miss it. It's a big day. It's a Saturday night, so get lit. Listen to the fucking yeah. radio. <laughs> Why not? And even for those listening to this later on, just do it in honor. Like, pour one out for the boys, right? (laughs) Pour one out for the boys. All right. Treat yourself. Yeah. Cheers to that one. So we are recording, yeah, February 13th. So tomorrow for us is Valentine's Day. Is it? Or as I like to call it, Valentine's Day. Though, I mean, let's be honest, every day in this house is Valentine's Day. Am I right? Aw. (laughs) Fuck. Brutal. That's hurtful. Um, do you guys do any, do you guys ever do anything for Valentine's Day? Like like I know this year's probably a little different, but uh you guys do anything at all? Not really. We don't do anything for anything. No. Yeah. (laughs) I think our plan is to go out and buy like a roast tomorrow and just make it together. Yeah, Hmm. we're gonna make a roast beef dinner. That's kind of like a highlight. So, that, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's Nothing. Funny. It's not. We don't really care. It's not. And I, I'm the opposite. If if there's <laughs> anything to potentially celebrate and like ever, I'm all about it. Like, yeah. It, oh, um, I don't know. I use every every possible holiday as an excuse for some sort of celebration. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's yeah, great. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, even st patrick's day growing up when i wasn't getting drunk as like a wee child we always did like i don't know you'd search for like the pot of gold and there's always like chocolate covered coins and stuff through the house and i don't know i'm just i'm all about making shit into something that it doesn't need to be (laughs) can we come over to your house yeah like i feel like i've lived a very lackluster life (laughs) that i didn't search for coins on st patrick's day me neither so now for for Valentine's we we we've got steaks and oh, we've got yeah. uh, salmon and <gasps> shrimp and we're gonna <gasps> do a bit of surf and turf. Yeah, we're just doing all entrees. Oh, that <laughs> is sexy. Oh, well, and, and we did get cherry pie for dessert because it's yeah, red. Yeah, you did. So you gotta go for the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, See, yeah, we were we were gonna go shopping, but then <laughs> snow happened. Yeah, right. snow. So that's why anymore. we really have yeah. no plans. Yeah, that'll do it. So. <laughs> And, it's and right. I already got roses tonight. Yes, you did oh, get roses. Oh my Shit. gosh. Justin B. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to say that shit, no, Sherry. You can't share. You're not supposed to share that. 
Well, no, I mean, it's only after um, more than a decade together, a marriage and a baby, I think, is when you have to start doing shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. no, that's yeah. true. Oh, okay. That's how else, how else yeah. do you prove that you... St- how else do you still prove, you know, yeah, I'm still interested in you physically? And, so. and that's just at the early years. You don't need this kind of romance no. because you've still got that spark. You're still banging on a regular basis. And your dick still and works. Your dick still that's true. Works. I've been, yeah, that's been a A decade in, he goes lame. <laughs> I go dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck. Well, yeah. good. Hey, good. whatever you guys good. are doing out there, you know, I hope you're at least fucking. So, that's just it. Celebrate however you want, even if it happens to be with your left hand. Hey, there's nothing wrong. That left that hand knows you well. Yes, yeah. it does. Only, only you can get you the way you want, right? So that is very true. It's been there for you. It's been there for me a <laughs> long been... time. Yep. Um, so I'm glad you brought up Valentine's Day, fucking though, because uh, before we get into the the meat and the potatoes of the show, I do have kind of a a fun little, uh, I guess, community based topic that the Chive did, where they kind of asked their users. What's some Valentine's Day sex that did not go as planned? Oh, nice. Okay. Interesting. It's it's incredibly entertaining. So the user, the Nizeni, says, fucking whipped cream, man. It always looked like a great idea, but it just makes you sticky and not the good sweaty sex sticky. (laughs) Horrible sugar sticky. Plus, you get sick of all that sugar fast. Like agreed. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of full. I'm gonna lift your. I'm gonna lick your left titty later. Sort of full. Like it's yeah. it's no fun. No. Yeah, there's always like a residue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one from Infamous Derpy. My girlfriend wanted to try. <laughs> oh, that's a great username. Wow. My girlfriend wanted to try role play and tried to do the whole bad secretary. Is there any way I can help keep my job? Scenario. So she started off with, I'm sorry I was late to work. And me, being the idiot that I am, responded with, that sucks. She then proceeded to laugh hysterically at me for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Hot wax, just don't do it. That burns immediately jumped up and screamed. Yeah, that's a terrible thing. That is not a good thing. That is not a good thing. Don't do that. Don't uh, fucking do that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be awesome having sex on ecstasy, but she and I just ended up lying on our backs naked <laughs> on the carpet, playing with ourselves for like a couple of hours. Jesus. A <laughs> couple of hours. <laughs> just lying with ourselves. Just playing with them. <sighs> I, I tried penetration and ate her out some, but it was so overwhelming I couldn't really concentrate. So we just laid there oh naked, God. playing with ourselves, having some weird-ass conversations. It was uh, still pretty cool, though. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I'm kind of a fan of That's that. Hilarious. I like yeah. that. Um, and there's a lot more on this list, but we got a hell of a show coming up, so I'll leave you with this last one. Uh, Valentine's Day night was our first time trying 69, 69 with my ex. She farted. I know there was no shit, but nothing can prepare you for a bare-ass fart in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well funny. done. Well done, sir. Yeah. Oh man, isn't that the biggest fear though? Oh, no. absolutely. No, never worried about that. <laughs> never even crosses my mind. Don't even worry nope. about it. Part wow. my face. I love it. Do it. Yeah. God. Maybe it's a new kink. Yeah. Hey, no judgments. Yeah. No. Um, we got a hell of a show coming up for you tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's any indication. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shannon Godzilla over here has a a BuzzFeed for us. I do. 
pretty stoked. In fact, I do. I'm very excited. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On top of that, she's got a new B-side bio for us. Holy fucking hell, lady. I mean, I I feel like I'm like in the wild and I've been threatened by another female presence. (laughs) (laughs) I just got to step up my game so I'm not kicked off the show. You are you are on thin ice, so I'm glad to have you show up. Um, We've got a we've got a recurring feature. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Um, (laughs) The door was open for you. It could have been anyone there. And Sarah's just like, uh, should <laughs> oh, <man>. I? <laughs> Basically every time. That oh, is yeah. what it um, And finally, we're going to get to this next. I'm really, I'm really excited about this. We're going to have kind of a, a music, more, more or less music discussion, separating art from the artist, Yeah, which I think is a fascinating topic. Um, Brian, you're bringing that to the table. I'm, and I'm, I'm stoked on hearing that. So we've got all of that, plus um, some great acoustic music coming away tonight here on Pull the Plug. If you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, just head on over to our website. PTPpodcast.com. So last week we uh, started PTP with a new band to the show, the Belays. Uh, they yeah. sent us in a couple tracks. This is the great, second. Great, great tracks. track, by the way. Wasn't that That's good? A, oh, it was so good. So good. Yeah, um, love that song. So yeah, they got they got a whole acoustic ditty on. Um, it's on their Bandcamp, I believe, right? Yeah, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah, but Spotify. go to the as as a musician, I just want to throw that out there. That yeah, streaming's cool and um, like Spotify and Apple and that's all great. But the bands make the most money through Bandcamp. You're right. So, yes, they do. Honestly, right. go out and buy this whole fucking album. Um, support them because a a lot of bands they have like a minimum purchase but then you can pay whatever you want after that kind of thing so like if you want to pay more then then do that so well it's cool to do that it's cool too because you can still like you can listen to it all and be like i want to buy this like i really like this yeah i'm gonna buy this and so you're supporting you're supporting somebody that you know you enjoy so that's awesome and, and Bandcamp does take a cut but it's it's not even close to what Spotify and all those other ones take from well, it. So and didn't not to belay the uh, not to belay it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think during the pandemic, uh, Bandcamp did some pretty great things where like they, they were did. they were not taking up cut or they were like really yeah. reducing the amount yeah. for a certain amount of time. It was pretty amazing stuff. So that's um, great. Yeah, if you if you have an artist that you're enjoying and you listen and then all their stuff is available on Bandcamp, get it get it through there. Because yeah, you're absolutely right. It, most of the money goes to them then, so it's great. Yep, very cool. So let's do some belays here. This one's called Wait a Little Bit here on Pull the Plug. You got rose-colored glasses and tangles in your hair. A smile for the masses and it's awful hard not to stare. I can't say for sure, but it sounds about right to me. You laugh like a song, never do me no wrong. You care for me and you probably give to charity Well, I can't say for sure but it sounds about right to me
a little bit that's the belays and uh, we're back here on ptp podcast yeah and you brought forward um sorry just just to throw it at back at these guys belays.bandcamp.com yes go support them buy their album check it out buy all of it yeah this is not just acoustic stuff they got some fucking like they are a jazz funk fusion band people so the shit is fucking awesome yeah it's funky yes it is as the kids say, it slaps. It's is that what they're saying? Apparently, I work with a number of younger people, like early twenties, and they're yeah. just like, it's all fire and it slaps. And I don't know. <laughs> is is uh, it's Gucci done now? Is that I think it's with? Gucci is done. Okay, that must I be keep done. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that so, sounds old now. So, anyways, it the, apparently it, it slaps. That's okay. a good thing. The belays slap. Hey. <laughs> So I don't know what to do with that information, but just buy. They're really good for you. They're really good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Translation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, so Reiner, you brought um, uh, a topic to the the conversation through our group chat um, and we found it fascinating. And uh, I think you should kind of lead us off with that. Yeah, certainly. Um, So I was reading an article on, um, it was called Vox.com. It's just like a music gear site. And, um, this guy, I, I don't know the username, but they, they put forward the, the question, can you separate 
um, an artist um, from their their essentially their like personal life. So can you separate the artist from the artwork kind of a deal? Right. Um, which it, it's so weird. Like, so, I mean, this has been a thing for a, a very long time now. Like uh, it's not the first time this questions popped up. No, um, certainly not. But it's crazy. Cause it, it's, it's finally the first time it's kind of hit home for me. Cause recently within the last couple of days, there's been some allegations, um, against an artist that I personally enjoy and have enjoyed a very long time. Um, Matthew Good here in Canada. He, oh. he literally just got some allegations against him from like an ex-girlfriend saying, you know, he was abusive and all this towards mm. her. Um, and instantly his label dropped him mm. without, without even looking into it. It was just, she posted this online and Warner Music was like, no, we're done with you right away so interesting it, it kind of hit home for me because it's like okay i'm not sure how i feel right now because it's like yeah that that's a huge claim and i hope that is i mean if she's saying that then i, I really hope that's a very true fact because that is a shitty thing to be just throwing out there because you're mad because you broke up with somebody kind of a thing right right sure yeah so yeah the, the question is can you can you separate their personal life from, you know, their whole catalog of music that you've been enjoying for decades. Can, does that deter from the fact that they're really maybe potentially a shitty person like that? So I, I'm just kind of throwing this out. Anyone is free to speak. Cause I don't, I don't personally know how to feel really. It is, it is a tough thing. Like I, um, like not only with Matthew, like I actually hadn't heard about the Matthew Good stuff. Um, I actually thought you were kind of re referring to uh, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> which is also quite recent. Also, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it, it's come up uh, un unfortunately a lot in the past. I don't know. I mean, it's happened any any time. Uh, you know, there, ever since there's been popular people. Right. Um, but it's really kind of become at the forefront, I guess, maybe in the past ten years, particularly. I think it really maybe hit the forefront when Bill Cosby kind of got accused of everything um, that, that was he a big did one. and the Me Too movement started um, wonderfully and you started kind of getting a lot of these allegations kind of brought to light and thus proven. Now, all of them have been proven, but, you know, a lot of them uh, from different people have been. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you kind of start to wrestle like I really enjoy this person's. Uh, music or, or comedy or movies or writing or whatever it is, but he, but he or she is kind of a shit. And let's be honest, it's mostly a he, but it can be a she, obviously mm -hmm. that person's a shithead. Am I still allowed to enjoy that? Yeah. Are you allowed? Um, That's a good word. Cause right. Like, like, mm -hmm. like even cause you, I, I think um, like it would be a hard, hard thing to say like, yeah, like pu saying publicly, I really enjoy Bill Cosby's comedy. Now, right. I don't, that's not me personally saying that, but it would be very difficult to say that publicly right now. But would you? How would you feel if you actually did enjoy it and wanted to still enjoy it privately, like listen to comedy records or or whatever at home? I mean, some yeah. big ones in music would be like the the Chris Brown and like Michael Jackson, like from, yeah. from like decades ago, where yeah, they were facing totally. the, these allegations and. Um, I mean, if you were a big fan of either, I mean, Michael Jackson would be someone that like massive worldwide Mass. followings. 
and yeah, you have these allegations against you, and and how do you deal with that? I know when when Kevin Spacey was was first um, uh, brought to light with a lot of like indecency type of of um, claims against him, like I was a massive Kevin Spacey fan of mm-hmm. like, so his I. work, but I struggle with separating um, yeah the shit that that they do in their personal lives from from who they're trying to portray on on screen or or on albums or whatever that on stage um that yeah i certainly wouldn't say anymore that i'm a big kevin spacey fan because like yes i've I've enjoyed him in some of his movies but i can't be a fan of somebody who's like justin said a fucking shithead yeah (laughs) yeah you're a shitty person i i don't feel good about supporting you in anything that you do Mm mm-hmm it's tough too because if you are, you know, watching this person's movies or or buying their music or whatever, you're you're actively contributing to them continuing their artistic lifestyle. So yeah. in inadvertently you may also be contributing to this shitty behavior. Yeah, if someone feels like they're powerful and and having some sort of sense of status or or wealth is contributing to that sense of power yeah you don't want to fuel i don't know you don't want to fuel that mm-hmm. um now the from what little i've seen of this man good shit like he he has also posted saying like these are false accusations and yeah. whatever that i also do think that there's a certain level of um i don't know grab the torches and pitchforks and if something's said like there i don't know that it follows like the proper like judicial like innocent until proven guilty type of thing when it comes to a lot of um accusations of this nature mm-hmm. um and, and i also feel like that's not fair because it is like especially if it's like an ex-girlfriend or whatever it's too easy for someone to post shit because they're upset I know, and that's yeah, it's and like that's the Johnny Depp thing. It's too. like the Johnny Depp thing too. And it is. Yeah. Part of that article that I was reading was kind of bringing up uh, the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, and mm. um, was he always this shitty person? Was he able to portray, for example, um, they kind of used the the example uh, him in Edward Scissorhands kind of a thing. He was you you felt bad for Edward, but not the girl mm. he was literally stabbing, kind of a thing. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, is he just really that good of like an actor? Or is this just part of his persona kind of a thing? Right. That right. It's, it's this weird thing that it's, it's cause you, you uh, Johnny Depp, for example, too. Like, I mean, I know for years and years, like you're a fan. Like, I mean, I, a lot of people are big fans of Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. So I, it, like, do you personally, Sarah, like, do you separate all of those Johnny Depp movies from these allegations? Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm just curious. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm just, because I don't know how to deal with the Matt Good thing. Because it's like, for me, it's like, okay, well, like, I, all of these songs that I've been listening to for decades, and I've got a lot of memories and well, and especially with attached, music, there's right? such an emotional tie that you're like, uh, it, when you love music, a lot of times it's because you resonate and and kind of connect with it in a certain way. And suddenly, when when the musician or or the the persona that you're connecting to is a shitty person, it it or is like the the allegations yeah. are that they are a shitty person. Yeah, it almost makes you kind of take an internal look and go, well, what was it about? 
about me that I felt connected to that person? And and is there something shitty to worry about with me? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I mean, at the same time, everything is up for interpretation. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. when I write a song, for example, I'm, you know, I might have an idea of what this song means, but somebody can take it a completely different way. You know what I mean? I mean, well... You saw that with Charles Manson when he's pulling from Beatles albums, writing Helter Skelter on the walls in blood, right? People obviously take different yeah. shit from songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. Music so. is absolutely something that can be interpreted. And and a lot of times someone's writing music not for themselves, that it is for someone else to interpret mm-hmm. and connect to how, however someone else is meant to connect with it. So, And are you yeah. still allowed to connect with it because that person's shitty, right? Like it's yeah. this, weird, this, this weird thing. I... I now that we're talking about it, I kind of think of the the situation that you're kind of in right now, Briner, where you're like, you're not too sure how to feel about it. Like, I think if a member of my or our favorite band, let's yeah. say like something comes out from, from, from Blink that one of the members yeah. did something like this, would we be able to listen to their music again? Cause like, like I would want to, right. right. Because it, I, I've had, I've had years of experience with, with that music and, 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 and so many amazing, yeah, nostalgia and so many memories with it and so many moments in my life that are kind of defined by certain songs from that particular band. Yeah. But then on the flip side, it's when I listen to the, to that song, are those feelings now, is that, is that love for that band or that song or whatever, is it going to be replaced by those feelings of just like, I can't get the fact that this person is that shithead. Like, yeah. For me, uh, I I experienced that when uh, all this shit came out about Louis C.K. Mm. Right, Louis. Yeah. C- I was a massive fan of Louis C.K. Found him hilarious, and frankly, I do still find him funny. Yep. However, if I try to watch one of his specials, that if you can find it somewhere, I don't, probably, you probably can't. But if you were to find it somewhere or listen to one of his albums, the the enjoyment is kind of lost for me now that I know now that I know the depth of his shittiness mm-hmm. and. And the fact that it's been proven too, I think that's also yeah. an important factor. It is a very important yeah. fact. Yeah, but it's like a- I can't, I can't listen to any of his stuff now because yeah. it's like I, I, the only thing that's resonating with me is just like, oh yeah, I used to laugh at this, but yeah, and I like now, now I couldn't imagine you wanting to buy a ticket to see him. No, absolutely right? like, not. No, like oh, I can't support you. Like no matter how much you know. Uh, therapy and and apologies and what whatever no i can't i can't do that i can't support that person now again this this is a little bit different because it was proven like he came out and admitted yes i did this and Mm -hmm. whatever not the same as as this matthew good situation yeah yet at least for sure yeah yeah and hope and hopefully it's not the case um but it's interesting though too you brought up the hypothetical of like what if it was your favorite band of all time that every song on every album was something and in that, because like you're saying, you would still want to listen to that music because you have connected with it so hard for so long. Um, and at that point, too, I'd almost wonder if your connection to the art would transcend the connection to the artist. Like at that point, have you have you created a different connection with that artwork because of what it means to you versus? Mm-hmm versus what it meant coming from the band exactly yeah and that's Mm. just the question can you separate the art from the art or the artist right like it's it's so weird because it's like they're 
man, I don't know. It's just such a crazy thing. It it seems so much easier to throw someone away if you're not connected exactly as deeply. But um, yeah, I, I, there's so many layers to it, and I, and I do think that uh, say something from this this Matt Good allegation comes out and goes to court, and yeah, uh, it, it is confirmed one way or the other. It it something actually being concrete and defined in the court of law, I think would would sway would sway me for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so too. Yeah, but and uh, while it's still allegations, like you want to pull for somebody, right? Like someone that you you feel yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't know how to feel. It's like level. this this woman's felt confident enough to finally come out and say something like this, yeah. and you, you of course you're gonna want to side with that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like this artist has been a part of my life, my whole life. Yeah, and has done so much for me, in obviously ways that you know what I mean. I mean. Like I, so it's like I think, so weird. I, I think at this point, it's it's okay for you to want to pull for him, like yeah. that that it comes out in his favor that it was just a shitty ex girlfriend, right. and it's okay for you to want that outcome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shit situation for sure. Mm-hmm. It's weird. This is heavier stuff than what we normally talk about on pull the plug, yeah, but, but it is important. But it is very important. important. It's important. It, it really is. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of artists out there that this shit happens to and, and or not happens to, I shouldn't put it that way. Like uh, the allegations are made and they happen to be true. And there's some instances where they're not true. And obviously you hope that it's not true because yeah. um, that means that they're shitty people. Um, but you I, I agree with Shannon. I think it's OK for you to kind of still want to pull for him and still still enjoy listening to his to his stuff. Yeah. It, I think it's when that kind of final decision is made again in in court or proof or whatever it is. I think that's where the kind of the big thing is where that's that's the decision making point of okay, it's been proven true. Mm-hmm. Can I still have this relationship mm-hmm. with this with this artist um, in a healthy way? Um, yeah. Which is difficult as hell. Oh man, yeah. it's so weird. I, cause, cause I want to be like, okay, I can literally separate the fact that he's a shitty human being, but I still enjoy this artwork that it's its own entity and I'm taking it in a different way than he even fucking meant it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I want, I want to feel that way, whether or not that'll be the case. I don't fucking know, but yes. are there, are there other instances like, like you brought up an excellent one, Chan, Michael Jackson. Like when I, I know when that, uh, the, the, documentary came out was i guess like maybe like a year and a half almost two years ago now like that like very strongly alleged like this all the stuff that uh, that was said about him was was true Mm -hmm. i worked with people that were like deeply upset about obviously about that information but also about i'm i'm like he's my musician like that's my guy that's um and i can't i can't cope with wanting to listen to his music but also know what he did so it's 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 a bigger more important thing and more emotional thing i think than a lot of people kind of uh think it would be mm-hmm. yeah and it it's would like be a moral thing it is yeah. yeah it'd be interesting seeing like a lot of musicians i mean not necessarily like to this extent but um where where beliefs and 
where the lines of of how people think kind of are crossed with with where you would land like i mean i'm sure there's a lot of musicians that are racists and homophobes uh, and exactly vote yeah. differently than you do and um that just that's a good point be, uh, obviously not uh, to an extent of like I don't know, outwardly hurting somebody, yeah. but where, where opinions sway different from yours and you don't even realize it. And yet you could be supporting their music. Um, yeah. And yeah. you just don't know. Right. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. Like there's, <laughs> you know, there's, there's people like there was allegations back in like the seventies against like Elton John and like stuff like there's like, yeah. we all still listen to Elton John. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, do I stop listening to Elton John because all yeah. the stuff came out? like where where is the line drawn and for how big of a reason that exactly yeah i don't know if one of my favorite artists came out and said something uh against a black person or a gay person or someone who was trans like i, I couldn't imagine siding with somebody but those like my, some of my favorite musicians may very well have thoughts that or beliefs that i don't agree with and i just don't know about it so right it's, so uh, do you stop liking what art they've made? <laughs> it's just yeah. so yeah. Odd. I don't know. It's just a crazy, crazy subject. I guess we really don't have an answer, but <laughs> I don't think there is an answer. I don't honestly. think so like, either. I think we all kind of just take it um, the way we. I don't know the way we. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ultimately, really don't. it comes down to an internal debate with yourself, right? It like is it, when when you know stuff. Does it bother you, you enough? To... I guess yeah yeah like morally it sucks yeah yeah like what's your moral limit or whatever if it's proven was this one giant sucks to suck (laughs) (laughs) sort of yeah kind of kind of a little bit um i'm i'm interested very much um what the listeners kind of think on and this it's like a it's a heavy topic obviously yeah um but I think I'd be very interested in kind of hearing other people's thoughts on it because everyone's going to feel a different way. There's some people who are like, well, 100%. As soon as you find out, no, you're, I, I can't do it. But some people are are willing to be like, no, no, I can separate that and that's okay. Um, I just want to know where, where you stand. I think, and no judgment one way or another. I no, think it's not at all. Fascinating, fascinating thought. And it's also interesting the notion of is it a blanketed? If I find out I don't agree with this person, I cannot like them. Or is it case by case? Yeah. Like if like Brenner, I'm sure you, in a lot of instances you would be like, "Fuck no, I can't support them." But all of a sudden, it's someone who you actually exactly. connect with their their work, and it's like, "Oh, hold on, I need to figure this out. I'm in yeah. a weird spot." Like, yeah, yeah. Can I, I can know. I morally accept this person's potentially a shitty fucking person? Yeah. And can I, I separate you... the fact that all of these music like all of this music for years and decades have it just means nothing now or like yeah. can i still go on and be like oh you know what like i all of these songs have meant so much to me and i can separate the fact that this guy's shitty so i don't know it's weird it, yeah. time will tell i guess but absolutely yeah fascinating um, well. fascinating topic though i'm glad you brought it to the table because it is it's not something that's talked about very often i i find yeah no i like, think it's sugar-coated very very much yeah. yeah. Um, because, of, you know, <laughs> these bands are, they're, they're like, fuck, man. Like, like I even brought up just like Elton John. Like, it's just like, do I stop listening to Elton John? Like, does when he's on the radio, do I just stop that? Like, do, you, like, do, yeah. like, somebody who's so well loved, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know. It is, it is so fucking crazy. But 
yeah, definitely interested to see what our listeners think of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out to the show for any reason whatsoever, um, maybe you just want to talk, you know, compare dick sizes. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> or weigh in on that. meaningful conversations that we're having. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Um, and and that may translate into meaningful conversations about your dick. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm here I to have so. those conversations. Definitely. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can just head on over to our website. P2Bpodcast.com. Excellent topic, Briner. Thank you for bringing that to the table. Hey, you're welcome. That's what I do once <laughs> in a while. <laughs> um, so with all that, let's do another song here. This is uh, Jade Berkner with her cover of I Will Follow You Into the Dark Death Cab on PTP Podcast.
I will follow you into the dark. That's Jade Berkner there. And uh, we're back here on PTP Podcast. And we're back, guys, with another B-side bio. Oh, it's been too long. Now, I will say, I am not raising the mood whatsoever (laughs) with this one. This one's dark. It's uh, venturing down a whole new B-side path, so strap in because we're we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for those dick jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make them in here. I don't know. I don't care how inappropriate it'll be. Oh, it it will be inappropriate because this week we are taking a literal nosedive into the strange as fuck details of the infamous Leonard Skinnerd plane crash. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. Not 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 a ton of dick joke opportunities, no. but hey, I'm I'm willing to try. <laughs> Less hey. than you'd imagine. Um, <laughs> 1977 marked the release of Leonard Skinner's fifth album, Street Survivors. The album had just hit gold three days uh, prior to the um, terrible plane crash. The same plane had just been offered to Aerosmith like a month earlier, who turned it down after um, an already bad inspection where they also saw the pilot and staff passing around a bottle of Jack Daniels. (laughs) Shit. Holy fuck. Oh my gosh. Um, Not great. uh, No. No. En route to a gig just 48 hours before the crash, several band members were a little alarmed when they saw 10-foot streams of sparks and flames shooting out of the right engine of the prop plane. (laughs) A little although, although the plane landed safely after that incident, um, following the concert, several mem- uh, members of the band and crew told lead vocalist Ronnie Van Zant that they would not continue the tour unless the plane was replaced. Uh, backup vocalist Ka- uh, Cassie Gaines even made a reservation on a commercial flight to the next tour stop. Um, so people were not not a fan of this tiny little plane that they had. <laughs> I, I, I understandably good reason yeah, yeah. Very good reason. Jesus but of course getting a new plane would mean canceling tour dates so no bueno and Van Zant convinced everyone to get on the plane telling bandmates if it's if your time is up your time is up what see right there I'm like nah I'm <laughs> nah yeah like I'd be like no that's no <laughs> like no man suck my dick man <laughs> boom dick joke <laughs> All right, there's one. Yes. So mid-flight, the pilots were made aware of a fuel issue, and then at 9,000 feet, the left engine also shut off. Holy fuck. Band members Artemis Pyle and Billy Powell entered the cockpit when one of the pilots, they quoted saying, his eyes distorted with fear, told them to get back to their seats and have everyone strap in. One band member later recounted that one minute he could hear the plane's engines and the next just air passing over the aircraft. He could hear his fellow passengers quietly praying. Oh my god. fucking hell. The pilots were uh, looking for open space um, or farmland to try and bring the plane down as safely as possible and they never found any. The plane would be forced uh, to land in the middle of a Mississippi swamp. It finally scraped uh, the treetops and then descended into a heavily wooded area. Survivors said all they could hear was the sound of metal popping and scraping as the fuselage ripped open and the wings were torn off by trees and then silence. That's not what you want. Suddenly other passengers were crying out for help and it was a pretty horrific scene. Uh, The co-pilot was hanging in a tree decapitated. Oh, Jesus Road manager Dean uh, Kilpatrick was face down with a piece of the fuselage um, protruding from his back. And 
Casey Gaines had been hurled from the plane and had rapidly bled to death on the ground. Oh my god. As the plane was going down, uh, Artemis Pyle tried to take in the area around them looking for any sign of civilization. He was able to orient himself once on the ground and uh, a few of the survivors set off towards what he thought was a local farm. 45 minutes after walking, they finally, um, three long-haired men emerged from the woods, soaked in blood, um, and uh, on this farmer's property. So naturally, the farmer ran back to his house and it's, grabbed his shotgun. It's fucking Manson. <laughs> <laughs> he even fired out a warning shot uh, and then heard them yelling, plane crash. So although six people were killed, including both pilots, the road manager, Dean Kilpatrick, Ronnie Van Zant, the singer, uh, and Steve and Cassie Gaines, 20 people survived the crash, despite some pretty horrific injuries. Holy oh gosh. Shit, man. There are so many fucking wild details to this story, um, including the fact that the original cover um, art for uh, the album Street Survivors had the band... Um, featured on the cover surrounded by flames oh, my God. oh that's terrible um but for this segment i always like to keep it short <laughs> so by all means uh dig more into this story on your own because it is fucked it's completely fucked i just um i didn't know any of that me neither I, no. It reading this story blew my mind. It was one of those things that like I always knew that there was a plane crash and that's why Leonard Skinner wasn't a band anymore, but holy shit is it ever a fucking story. Um so this week we're going to add uh the acoustic track Things Going On to our PTP Spotify playlist. You can find the link in our show notes over at ptppodcast.com. <sighs> oh, fucking holy hell, fuck. man. That's yeah. fucked. Like there are some insane details and um like added bits to the story af- after all of this, but I wanted to feature like sort of focus on the crash itself because yeah. there's enough details just to the crash that that are insane. Um, but crazy, had Aerosmith said yes to this plane, this could have been Aerosmith we were talking about instead. Yeah. Wow. These guys are idiots. <laughs> right. Let's hop back in the plane. Yeah, let's go in there. Oh, that, the shooting sparks out. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's I mean, my time to go. So. I mean, seriously, like, that's just, like, no, I it's don't just know. idiocy. Like, it's I like, okay, you, made, you landed the first time. Because that's just ridiculous. And the singer, too, he, he, I guess he sort of, like, was prolific about saying he would never live to make, like, to make it to 30. And this was, like, three months before his 30th birthday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, crazy shit. So, anyway, hopefully no. the rest of the stories tonight can lift up that mood. I, I want to say so. I got faith. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. If nothing it's... else, I've got Buzzfeed at the end, guys. Wait, wait, no. I'm... Okay, no. There's, there's, a, there's. Okay, there's another dick joke in here. Um. <laughs> it's somewhere. Uh. I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah. No. It's just. It's all terrible and 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 grim and grim and oh my god. Wow. Yeah. So we're looking at the alternate cover of this Leonard Skinner album. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! So it's just covered in flames. It's like flames. surrounded by flames. It's yeah, the band surrounded by flames. by flames. Yeah, and yeah, the album had just gone gold three days prior to the crash, and so I think the the wow. uh, artwork ultimately just became a black background, right? Yeah, With it, the band. yeah, yeah. Um, so holy crazy! Okay. Well, uh, that's uh, harrowing, terrifying, and uh, I mean, definitely. A, a bummer. Thanks so much, Shannon. If you know, we were else, all in a really good mood. If nothing else, you probably learned something. So. I did. 
<laughs> just here to teach. <laughs> teach wow. and preach. Uh, wow. Did anybody lose their dick in the crash? I, well, I mean. I can only imagine. And lived. And lived. That's an important. That, yeah, I don't know. Let's. Yeah. It's not so much a dick joke, more of an anatomy question. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Spotify playlist, you can find the link to that, as well as everything that we're talking about uh, tonight uh, over the show notes, which you can find at the website. P2Ppodcast.com. Sucks to Suck is coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, and I promise you, uh, I mean, there may be death in there, but it's going to be entertaining death, at least. I mean, a a funny death. This was entertaining. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you have it. (laughs) Let's do another song here. Here is Evelina. This one's called The Girl on Pull the Plug. Yeah. 
Evelina, that one's called The Girl, and we're back here on Pull the Plug. So, Ladies and gentlemen. Are, I'm ready to get happy. I feel like we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've taken a dark path the first two breaks here. We have entertaining, great. Yes, but, uh, very good you know, discussions. Yeah. Um, yes. Very great B-side bio. Yes. Um, but now I'm ready to, to suck to suck. You know? Wow. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I've got a few stories for you tonight. And you guys will laugh at these. Absolutely. Great. I was very excited. In fact, uh, Sucks to Suck is going to be a little bit longer. We have four stories Ooh. for Sucks to Suck this evening. Um, for those of you new to the show, Sucks to Suck, we take a look at a few stories from around the internet where people have, uh, as Shannon likes it, done, done things. Um, maybe been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just unfortunate happenstances, you know, and, and we'd like to showcase them here to kind of make our us feel better about our lives and the choices that we've made in them. Um, first story, this one comes all the way out of um, uh, Syria and uh, close to and around Iraq and Turkey. Six Syrian brown bears, some said to have been rescued from people's homes, were taken from towns in the south to their new home in the Gara Mountains. In the Gara Mountains, I think they kind of border uh, Turkey. Uh, steel cages were lined up on a wall surrounded by a large crowd of cameramen, armed security guards, and onlookers. So, you know, they think, you know, they rescue bears and they bring them out into their natural habitat sort of yeah. thing. So they did this, but they kind of had a whole bunch of spectators there. And it Uh-oh. went about as well as you're imagining. Uh, <laughs> moments after the cages were opened, the panicking bears charged towards the crowd. Terrified spectators were pictured running to escape the beasts as the release ceremony descended into absolute fucking chaos. The photos, which you can find the link in the show notes, are fucking hilarious. <laughs> what? <laughs> The, the bears eventually wandered off into the snowy landscape near uh, Duhok in the Kurdish-controlled northern Iraq, close to the border with Turkey. The American Kurdish Association released the bears as part of a scheme to save the near-extinct species from vanishing in its natural habitat. Um, the bears were brought from areas in southern Iraq. Some of them were brought, uh, some of them rather were bought, while the others were given to uh, to us by their owners. This was the third such release by the organization over the past few years. Um, but apparently, they just haven't learned how to do it yet. <laughs> so, did anybody die? Uh, Is anyone mauled? Uh, it's not clear yet if anyone was injured. Um, though I do have a, I do have an alert set up for the, for it because I need to know if someone was mauled by a bear, like I got to know that shit. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Sucks to suck. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get start. I like that. It's a good start. Don't you hide your face. Don't you? No, no, no shame face. No, 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 no. None of that. Maybe a bit of shame. We all look that shameful. That is, yeah. Being a man's pretty terrible. So, so the um, next time you do sucks to suck voice, I want to do Barbara Streisand. I want, I want, I want to hear it. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, right. gear up. Uh, yeah, this next story comes, comes from Orange City, Florida. A Florida man, because of course, Florida. Florida man stole an engagement ring and wedding bands from a girlfriend. Yeah. And used them to propose to another girlfriend. Ah, nice. Awesome. What a guy. Class uh, act. <laughs> Volusia, Volusia County Sheriff's deputy said Thursday they have issued an arrest warrant for Joseph Davis, 48 years old, who had not been found as of Friday. Uh, their investigation started earlier this year when a woman from Orange City, Florida, told detectives she had discovered her boyfriend was actually engaged to someone else. When she looked up the fiance's Facebook page, she noticed a photo of her wearing a wedding band and engagement ring that was identical to her own from a prior marriage. <laughs> 
When the Orange City woman checked her jewelry box, she found her rings were missing, as were several other pieces of jewelry, including a diamond ring that belonged to her grandmother. The total value of the stolen property was about $6,200. Shit. Um, the Orange City woman reached out to the fiancé, who returned some of the items, and they both called it off with Davis, who also went by the names Joe Brown and Marcus Brown. What? Um, the fiancé, who lives in Orlando, told detectives she had been duped, too. Davis once took the fiancé to a house that actually belonged to the Orange uh, City woman while she was at work and claimed it was his. He then asked the fiancé to move in with him, and he then disappeared. Oh, no. By that time, the fiancé discovered her laptop computer and jewelry were missing. Uh, and even though they did not have his real name, the Jilted women remembered he had a relative in North Carolina, and detectives were able to track down the relative who identified Davis, and now the arrest warrant uh is out there for uh, uh, for that amongst a, a bunch of other things Jesus, he's got like man. hit and run crash filing a false police report possession of cocaine it's it's all fucking crazy just a real good dude just just a solid upstanding citizen <laughs> absolutely absolutely Stry's in. <laughs> Holy oh my god that was everything. My friend John Travolta. That was everything. Wow. Okay. I got to think of another one here. Oh, my God. That was okay. amazing. That was really good. All right. Holy shit. Uh, this next story is, is wild. Um, conservationists are calling on the public to stop milking toads. Okay. So, sorry. Say that Wait, again. Toads? Toads. <laughs> Conservationists are calling on the public to stop milking toads as it is threatening the survival of the species. Oh, toads. No. Now let me let me break it down for you. Please do. I feel like you have to. Well, it's it's not. Well, let me explain. So the Sonoran desert toad, uh, it possesses a potent psychedelic compound which can be used for hallucinogenic purposes. Ah. Uh, in order to get your hands get on it. the this like white slime <laughs> you you have to tickle the animal's glands until this is secreted i don't there there's so many problems with this. <laughs> they're kind of jerking off the toads yeah those poor oh, toads what's the what's the limit for you wanting to get high because i think that might be <laughs> I think that's past the limit. draw the line there. Uh, one author wrote in the LA Times, licking toads will not give you warts or produce a fairy prince, but it might get you high. Orally ingesting toad secretions has been referred to in popular culture um, and in scientific literature as toad licking in the past. Not terribly scientific of a term, but anyway. Um, but while licking has become more of like an urban myth nowadays. Researchers yeah. are concerned that the process of <laughs> over-milking <sighs> could result in a danger to the species' survival. Um, the Sonoran Desert Toad, sometimes referred to as the Colorado River Toad, it's found in northern Mexico <laughs> in the southwestern United States. And the, the, this, this little guy can grow up to about like 19 centimeters long. It's the largest toad in the U.S., Whoa. And it yeah. lives between 10 and 20 years. Like, that's pretty what? fucking solid. That's a big fucking toad. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. Its psychoactive properties are so strong that dogs, when, like, attacking one or accidentally ingesting one, have suffered paralysis or even death. Like, that's how insane this drug that this toad oh secretes is. Oh. Um, apparently, they've done studies. Raccoons have learned to pull a toad away from a pond by the back leg 
turn it on its back and then feed on its stomach, which that keeps the raccoons well away from its like poisonous glands. Raccoons are fucking smart, guys. (laughs) But over the last few decades, the toad's natural habitat has been severely encroached by humans, and it's been classified now as endangered in California and threatened in New Mexico. And being continually abused by people searching for like a, a psychedelic experience might push them over the edge to extinction. Because people keep jerking off these frogs. <laughs> oh, that is so weird, man. I hate that. That I is so that. weird. Can you like I want to meet the first person to do that? Like, right? like how how does that do it's like it's kind of the same thing of like who ate the first egg? Like the yeah. first chicken egg? Like right. that came out of that chicken's ass and I'm gonna eat it. Like I'm gonna lick <laughs> I'm gonna eat that white secretion from that toad and I'm gonna see what happens. Yeah. Like, who did that the first time? Yeah. Sucks to suck. Oh, oh. You, you, you didn't you, even you, let me go. You didn't even let me go. We'll, we'll rewind. We'll okay. Unbelievable. All right, next one. I got one. You let All me right. talk first. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, 12-year-old boy Riley Morrison swallowed 54 magnets for an experiment to find out whether he would become magnetic. <laughs> Just a slow clap for him. 12-year-olds are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 12-year-olds are just dumb. It's for science. Bo- for science. The boy who is extremely enthusiastic about science, but apparently not that smart, wanted to see if he could get metal to stick to his stomach. Like, fucking magneto <laughs> he swallowed the first batch on january 1st hell of a way to start the year and second on january 4th when the magnets did not pass through in due time boy told his mom and page and that he had swallowed two by accident uh doctors performed an x-ray which showed that he had swallowed several magnets in addition the doctors feared that the magnets would burn through his organs and kill him oh I my god well Oh my god! I mean, is that? I mean, obviously it's a thing, but I did that. How how does that work? How does how do magnets burn through your? Like, unless they're causing. Friction I'm not a scientist. I Wait, know. what? I know. It's crazy. Uh, be, so because of this fear, he was immediately rushed for surgery to remove the magnets. Yeah. Surgery went on for about six hours, and he spent the next ten days after surgery at the hospital. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, he was discharged from the hospital after about two weeks. Um, according to the nurse who was attending to Riley, she dealt with children who had eaten magnets all the time. <laughs> the doctor, all the time. Apparently, it's a common occurrence. Doctor said that he'd come across a case where part of the child's bowel had to be removed because of the damage. But thankfully, Riley was what? lucky in this case. Oh, oh my god! I just, I, sorry, I just, I feel bad for the kid a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's 12. He's dumb. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, yeah. yeah. Make so, sure you tell your kids not to eat magnets. I was going to so, say, I feel like after all these years of sucks to suck, that we're going to, like, at, like, I don't know, six years old, we're going to be like, okay, dude, here's a list of things not to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see this toad? We've don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. We've compiled a lot of research here. Yeah. <laughs> all very Parenting, of course. Exactly. So in that respect, I want you to do a sucks to suck in the voice of Cher. Do something. Okay. Oh, wow. Just do something. Okay. Suck to suck. 
I love it. I love it. Oh good work, God. Sarah. No, I never. Good work. No, you know what? Good work. Look forward to next week where that compilation of different voices becomes the new theme for Sucks to Suck. So. Oh, I love that. That was uh, excellent. I'm just happy we got back to the laughs here at Pull the Plug. It felt like we yeah, derailed like, ourselves yeah. a little bit. We, we had to, we had to seriously. It You're welcome. I'm a big old fucking idiot. So you're welcome. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, just please head on over to our website. ptppodcast.com. Coming up next. Shannon, you've got I'm a back. BuzzFeed something or other? I've got a thing. Beautiful. I've got a thing. All right. You're up, you're up for 74 minutes of talking about croissants or something. Away <laughs> 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 oh. we go. Oh, man. All right. Let's do another tune here. This is a shithole of a town, Thomas McManus on Pull the Plug Podcast. Dark naked walking out in eyes, crushed clover it and it's so nice to be with you Wasting time smoking and roll cigarettes Speaking silver words to my last regrets When all I need useless me Sometimes it's all that I can do, yeah Anything's better than nothing at all At least that's what I tell myself when I'm I'm so ugly on the inside I don't trust my mother She's been lied to all my life Popcorn covered in chocolate I know I gotta stop smoking that shit Before I try to find a real job Sometimes it's all that I can do, yeah Anything's better than nothing at all At least that's what I tell myself when I'm Walking backwards on a tightrope 
he know, I know I blow the best smoke in this shit hole of a town Shithole of a town. That's Thomas and McManus, and we're back here on PTP Podcast with, from what I understand, a little BuzzFeed action. And I am here to crank up the nostalgia <laughs> okay. and make you real hungry. Oh, come on. I don't need that. <laughs> you do that so well. Because <laughs> tonight, guys, we are choosing between school cafeteria foods. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Hi. All right. All right. So I, I'm going to start off easy here. We're going to pick a drink to go with your meal. Put, sorry, sorry. We're picking a drink a to drink. go with your meal. Okay. Right. Did I not say that? No, I. Pick a he wasn't. I misheard you. I'm sorry. Did you pick, pick a dink to go? Like, what did you miss here? <laughs> I don't know what I heard. <laughs> now we're making the dick jokes. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Are you reaching for that choco choco milk or apple juice? <laughs> Um, can I oh, answer? Please. Go ahead. Apple it juice. is pussy. Oh, okay. okay. For sure. Uh, sorry. I'm going to step on some toes. I think chocolate milk's a bit overrated. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. Just, that's a It's a typical statement. Justin answer. I know. So. I was going to say, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that's what it is. I like that you've got your opinions and you stand by them. I do. I really yeah. do. Um, I don't think chocolate milk is overrated. Um, Hmm. Hmm. It is. I <laughs> see already I'm bringing in semantics because it kind of depends on the meal that I'm having. <laughs> no, that's fair though. If, I, if I'm having mac and cheese, you're not going to, like yeah. A, you know, like, no, or if I'm shitting having yourself the rest of the day, you can't <laughs> have that. I got to have some apple juice, give me some citrus. <laughs> but if I'm having like, uh, like if I'm just having like a sandwich, yeah, chocolate milk all the way. But, um, I, I feel like I apple juice is a nice neutral though. You know? Apple juice is a nice neutral. It's not offensive in any way. It's not going to bog me down. So yeah, I'll go with apple juice as well. I feel like it's also like properly thirst quenching, where I don't think you get that from chocolate milk. No, you definitely don't. It's heavy. It's a flavor profile that that's desirable, but hmm. Sarah, um, I'm gonna say chocolate milk. I mean, over I apple know. juice, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This well, is it, guys. 74 minutes of this. Get ready. Well, let me tell you, 56% of uh, voters in this poll agree with Sarah. Chocolate oh, milk is the way to go. I, you know what? I'm not really surprised because I feel like... I like chocolate milk. I just it's a big thing. never get it, but yeah, yeah. it's really good. Like it's, it. it's interesting. I If I'm having chocolate milk, I'm just having... like I'm not having it with something. I'm just having with it. chocolate milk. Yeah. I totally agree with yeah. that. Like I, I would drink that like breakfast time and just have that to start my day yeah 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 mm-hmm. um all right guys if we're going chicken are you going chicken nugs or chicken tenders tenders tendies tenders, tendies yeah. all the way yeah, full, yeah. full action you guys, i think tendies are easier to dip yeah, yeah. fuck yeah you can hold well, there's them. more of them like yeah. there's more. they're longer they're bigger yeah just the way you like it yeah <laughs> What what what's your go to dip out of curiosity? Ooh. This is controversial. This is controversial again because it depends on where you get the the tenders. Oh okay. Um, plum sauce is great. Um, I like a good honey mustard though. If I'm getting like the chicken tendies from Wendy's, I'm getting a honey. 
I do like honey. Just a straight honey, eh? And it's honey it's man. it's good, man. It's tasty. Oh, I've had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But it's probably I I I think on average I'd probably go for like a honey mustard probably. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with you. I really like honey mustard. Yeah. Or plum. I'm a Either straight one. plum. You're a straight plumber? Respect. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, I I definitely go like a buffalo like hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, the buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um you guys all went to tenders like right away. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed is split 50-50. No, that's oh, wow. not surprising. That's not surprising either. Yeah. All right, for your tasty entree, <laughs> are you going burger or hot dog? No, oh, burger for sure. No question. Not um, even kind of a question. I'm going hot dog. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> that may be not surprising. It's not. <laughs> uh, I think as, as, as this is dumb, this is dumb reasoning, I am well aware but as a as a uh, a, a, a boy <laughs> growing up, like going to school and you're having you're a boy and you're having a hot dog. Every every dude is saying it looks like you're putting a dick in your mouth. So I got to go for a burger. <laughs> That's a thing. Parent, you have no idea. You have no idea how shitty little like little boys are. Yeah. Like on the ages of like eleven. <laughs> 11 till 40. 48. I still can't eat a banana properly. <laughs> I, know, I keep deep throating it. Um, <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, I, w- I would have a burger. I don't know. I think you get more out of it, personally. Yeah. Uh, 75%, which totals a uh, whopping 100,000 voters, um, say burger as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's way better. You can do more with it. Have said burger in the. Like, BuzzFeed gets way too many people looking at their shit. I know. <laughs> for an extra special Friday lunch, are you going to go for the rectangle pizza or hard shell tacos? Tacos. Always tacos. Oh, but yeah, it's cafeteria tacos, man. You know? Yeah, you know what? That's a good point, actually. It's like it's like paper lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> paper lettuce. It's... it's, it's yeah. It's the it's the stray cat that you saw in the parking lot earlier yeah. that day. Yeah, it's the leftover sloppy Joe from Monday. I don't know, like it's it's the shittiest pizza probably you can oh, get. It's so bad, but it's but it's still pizza at school, and I think it's more of like the I think it's more of like the feeling that you get from that. Like talk and plus hard shell tacos, hard shell tacos. I will say way overrated. Soft shell tacos by far are better than I hard agree shell with you. Tacos. Yeah. Um, so like hard shell, you're making a mess and you're getting everywhere. I got half my day left that I still got to get to at school. I can't be walking around with taco shit all over me. I'm, I'm going with that rectangle pizza. You know what? You know what taco shits? <laughs> Not at school. I'm still going with tacos. Yeah. I think I'm my going, love for a taco is it strong. It, it is yeah. a strong love. It is. Uh, rectangle pizza for me. Okay. Pizza fan. Yeah. And okay. it's probably going to be pizza. So uh, 57% of voters go pizza. Yeah, yeah I'm um, not surprised. So I will say hard shell tacos. I, I understand the mess and, and whatnot. I love me a good hard shell taco. And here's the hack. You get one little like flour tortilla to line the bottom of your plate. You eat all of your hard shell tacos over that tortilla. Mm. So you finish with mm. a soft taco that <laughs> oh is, 
of your drippings of all of the other tacos. That's smart. You know what? Yeah. You know what? You're, you did. You're making oh, God, yeah. a lot of smart arguments right now. It's so good. I've never done. I've never <laughs> really? heard of that. Oh yeah. man, it, I did that growing it, up all the time. Wow. Yeah. I, I think I may have said um, hard shell tacos are shit. I didn't mean that. They're not shit. They're obviously amazing. No, they're just never... a bit overrated. Retracting. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's the trick is you just got to finish with a soft shell. Yeah. yeah. Hey, girl. Absolutely. I agree. Wow. Mom knowledge over here. I love this. I'm yeah. bringing it to the table. Momology. Momology. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new bit? <laughs> I think so. I have, zero, that. I have zero other knowledge to bring to the table. Oh, that's a good though. point. Tacos are the extent of it. <laughs> uh, pick the better sandwich, uh, PB&J or... Now, they're calling this a hot ham and cheese, but I think it's... Uh, what is it? A Monte Cristo? It's a grilled cheese sandwich that has ham on it. Yeah, obviously. Monte Cristo. How the fuck do you choose... Are you going to Are you gonna choose the PB&J? What do you mean? Am you going to be that cheese? person? No, I was gonna go. I was gonna go cheese and ham. I was going cheese and ham, Monte Cristo. I was going cheese and ham. What are you talking about? What kind of psycho chooses peanut butter and jelly over a Monte Cristo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm telling you, 39 percent of people exist as people who pick PB and J. You psycho fucks. Which is interesting because in in our back in our day, PB and J was an acceptable cafeteria oh, school lunch. You couldn't get away with that anymore, motherfuckers. No peanut butter in schools anymore. Oh, I guess that's a good point. We couldn't have peanut butter in our schools. Oh, really? Well, yeah, you're a fair bit younger than us, Sarah. (laughs) Rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you guys ever had a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No. You basically make it like it's peanut butter and jam, but you put it like as a grilled cheese. So you grill it and it gets like really melty and shit. It's it is really good. Fucking I respect that. I've never ridiculously had it. good. It's like a dessert sandwich. Could eat that right now. Shit. Yeah. I think I we're going to get really drunk and make one of those tonight. Have the products to make it. It is a great drunk food. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Beauty. Got it. So if you want to go extra delicious with your meal, are you going nachos or burrito? Bur- burrito if I'm going very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a straightforward question. <laughs> do I want to half-ass it with a plate of nachos, or do I want to go full fucking throttle with a burrito? I'm going burrito as well. Um, there's numerous reasons. For, I mean, nachos are amazing, obviously. Oh, I'm not undercutting nachos, but in this scenario. This scenario. How good are cafeteria nachos? Like Right? Yeah. Really, the comparison there, like it's going to be better as a burrito. Yeah. Plus, it's it's. It's, you're not really getting messy. Plus, not to get too gross, but you've probably got an escape plan for later on in your next class when you go to the washroom. Damn right, you do. Um, just curious though, um, are you not going to get the little boys pointing and laughing that you've got this giant dick in your mouth? No, it doesn't work no, with wraps, man. <laughs> no, it doesn't work with that. It's because it's the wiener. That's the what it wiener. is in the hot dog. The wiener. Yeah. And, or a banana. Bananas, or banana. Yeah. Bananas and wieners, that's all it is. But burritos are fine. Yeah, look. look. It's almost like a a vagina because it's like a rat, you know? Exactly. It's like, like, yeah. Is it? Look, you're you're looking at me (laughs) as if if I'm crazy, but it's fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. But little little boys, man, they're shitty. Uh, Yeah, we are. (laughs) I don't know why we have one. 
I don't know why we have. <laughs> <laughs> He's not shitty yet. Give him, give him a few years. He's gonna be oh, such yeah. a shit. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you answer? Oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I would, I would say I was gonna say nachos because the, just the sound. You don't like burritos too much. Sound right? of the burrito just it doesn't do well with me. I don't know why. I'm just because I'm thinking taquitos. I think that's why. That is a different thing. And that's the problem. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's your problem. It's I know, very that's different. I'm saying nachos. Okay. That's fair. 55% of voters agree with Sarah. Wow. They would go uh, on this. No way. Mm-hmm. Way. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, guys. Now we're going side dishes. Are you going tater tots or crinkle fries? Ooh. Tater tots. Ooh, shit. Tater tots. Yeah. Probably tater tots because uh, I'm more likely to have crinkle fries at home. I'm not as likely to get tater tots at home. Yeah. Yeah. Was your mom a bitch or? Yeah, mom's a fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. For whatever reason, we never really had tater tots growing up. I don't know why that is, but we just never really did. Um, I'm going to fill you guys on a fun little thing. Um, I had tater tots for the very first time. What was it? Like two years ago? Yeah. What? Yeah, really? I've never had tater tots before. And then we started making tater tot nachos. and I was... Tater tot nachos and tater tot poutine. It's yeah. fucking oh, delicious. Yeah. Holy. One of those things that, I don't know, I never never ate them. We yeah. made like real potatoes at home. <laughs> well, yeah. then. Now I want tater tots. Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have all said tater tots. This vote is very split. Uh, tater tots at 51%. Oh. Wow. So that's that's surprising. I, yeah, we were all okay, quite like. I'm gonna be controversial again and say I think crinkle fries are a bit overrated. No, like, I what think you're do right. They, do they? What's great about them? I think it matters, um, the type of seasoning that you're putting on them. And I'll say that because the grooves, I think, they, yeah, yeah they're, they're a vessel <laughs> for seasoning. They catch that seasoning. Normal mm-hmm. fries, you know, if, you're, right if you just got like a, a regular kind of just sprinkling of salt, yeah. 100%. But if you've got um, like a seasoning salt, like a seasoning salt or something that like properly sticks, Cajun spice, Cajun spice they <laughs> stick and they get in that grooves a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciate that you're with me on this because yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going fucking nuts. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's actually a valid point. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. So yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, bell point. Valid. All right, guys. Now it's time to pick the superior stick-shaped snack. Are we going fish sticks or mozzarella sticks? Mo- mozzarella. I hate fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Mozzarella. Sticks. Lots no of sticks. What a psycho picks fish sticks. Yeah. Mozzarella really sticks. though. Twenty uh, percent of psychos exist out there going for the fish sticks, <laughs> but eighty percent went mozza. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna go for a healthy option, are you picking just like a regular garden salad or a fruit salad? Fruit salad. Fruit um, salad. Interesting. I don't know. Depends on what I'm eating it. Like, fruit salad's no, great for like breakfast, but I don't want that at a dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both, I feel that. To be fair, both of the photos that they're showing are like really pretty like this fruit salad has like kiwi oh, i love fruit salad but pineapple bananas strawberries the garden you're... salad is like a spring mix you're with... not getting that at a cafeteria and that's just that was my point like spring mix with like cherry tomatoes and yeah. cucumber and yellow peppers like neither of these are what you're getting in a school cafeteria <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah 
what what fucks up less i guess yeah <laughs> it's true i i hate salad i used to hate salad from the cafeteria because it was always like derpy do you know what i mean yeah i feel well, like fruit was so- lo- a lot e- like less easy to fuck up yeah and you could save it for later usually right well yeah uh, just fruit salads can go mushy so quickly. I feel That's like what they put it, in it. And then garden salads, you just you can get stuff that's not even remotely fresh. Like where the cucumbers are like yeah. hard on the outside and stuff. Yeah. Like Yeah. I don't know. Can you pick neither? Because <laughs> I don't want either from a cafeteria. I'm saying fruit salad. Yeah, I guess I'll go fruit in this respect. Sixty-three percent of voters also went fruit salad on this one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, let's pick a yummy dessert. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Are you going brownie or chocolate chip cookie? Oh, cookie. I feel like a cafeteria brownie is not going to be that good. I'm going brownie because I love. I, I'm picturing I love like the brownie. like the TV dinner brownie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I like that. Oh, Give yeah. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going brownie. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I. I think I like. Guys. I think I like the shittiness of it. Oh wow! What? I think there's something. I think it's like a nostalgia thing. I don't know. So now, okay, I'm going to tell you a little anecdote. But first, here, fifty-five uh, percent of voters also said brownie, which blows my mind. Now, if I think back to my high school cafeteria, my favorite and one of my only purchased items that I would ever get at this cafeteria were these chocolate chip cookies that they did. Um, They actually had to shut it down in my final year because ultimately they weren't cooking the cookies enough (laughs) so that there was like a salmonella risk. But they were the best. So they would do like these half cooked chocolate chip cookies. So it was like a hot cookie dough essentially which i i said a lot like in the past couple of weeks i'm not i hate the idea of raw cookie dough yeah but these were cooked enough that they were hot cookies that they would then put in a wax paper bag and serve to you with a plastic spoon so you literally would eat hot mostly baked cookies with a spoon and it was just like the most gooey, delicious shit ever. I, th- I I think I literally just came in my pants. Yeah, like I'm I'm getting a little wet right now. I actually like, had this a similar experience in my high school. Those I really? now because you just mentioned that when, as soon as you went into your full blown description, I was like, I that was the same in my school minus the never spoon. had that. But <laughs> like, you're I right. literally left high school in 2006. And I will still see people that I went to high school with posting about these fucking cookies on Facebook <laughs> and shit. Yeah. And like, then it'll be a huge comment thread of like 80 people going, oh, fuck those cookies. My God. Like people still yeah. fucking cream about them. I remember <laughs> that in, in my experience as well. People like loving the chocolate chip cookies that were that. Like same mm-hmm. as you said. Shit. Yeah. Oh, damn good. Anyway, I just had to bring that up. Okay. So, it is a thing. Uh, so if you're gonna have breakfast at school, are you gonna do French toast sticks or mini pancakes? Hmm. French toast sticks or mini pancakes. I don't like uh, mini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well with that. 
plate food. <laughs> I I'm gonna go mini pancakes because I can add I can do the, I know I can do the syrup for the French toast too, but just just an idea of like the little tiny pancakes. I, I like the dippable for the French toast, so I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I like we, I like that. We had those pancakes at high school. I remember that. Yeah, really? we, yeah. If you showed up early enough, yeah, then then they had like bre- good breakfast sandwiches as well. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we had a good breakfast sandwich too, actually. Oh. Damn. Simpler times. Very. So many more pimples. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sarah, which one did you go for? Oh, I I I agree with the French French toast sticks. I like I like yeah. that idea of dipping and. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that one. Um, 66% of voters also say French toast sticks. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, all right. And finally here, guys, pick an old school treat. Um, ice cream cups where you'd like peel the top off. Do you oh, remember yeah. those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or these fucking things, which I don't even remember. Those frozen juice bars that you would like peel the top off of. Oh yeah, oh, fuck I yeah, the Minimate ones. Yeah, I totally forgot about those. I definitely yeah. forgot about those. Um. So yeah, which one would you go for, frozen juice or ice cream? I would do the juice. Yeah. I actually liked those things back in the day. Yeah, I. Think- I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the ice cream isn't very quality, and I feel like the juice is harder to fuck up. I remember those. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. choose juice because I like never. We obviously never had those at home. Yeah, I'm going ice cream. I'm an ice cream man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, oddly, sixty nine percent of voters went with the ice cream as well. But those juice things, like I absolutely forgot about it until I saw it. And fuck, were those ever good? Yeah. I could dust a pack of those right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking hungry oh, right I'm now. Starving. Thank you no. so much. I feel sick. You're welcome. You asshole. God. Um, if you got hungry listening to this and want to give Shan a piece of your mind, head on over to our contact form. You can find that over at the website. ptpodcast.com. Tell her how much of a shithead she is for yeah, making you hungry. Yeah, do it. Son of a bitch, Mom. God damn it, Ma. You're welcome. <laughs> is this our last? This is, is our last one. I hope you Maybe. guys brought recommendations to the table because I'm ready with mine tonight. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. Um, well, G's wearing a shirt with my face on it. <laughs> Always. Um, I, have, I have a pair of underwear seven days a week. And it has the same face like that. that <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Stream close up. Um, so in that respect, let's play some J. Brines. Let's do it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this is a cover of the almost. It's called Say This Sooner on PTP Podcast.
makes me feel that'll never be quite normal. This makes me act like I'll never get out alive. I'll get to acting, make you all believe me. I'll get to faking, show you all how to Say This Sooner, that's the almost cover, and uh, it's myself here on P2P Podcast. Shameless oh, promotion. I, he has, I love that guy. He's got such a wonderful voice. Guy. He fucks. He fucks. He fucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can confirm. Um, <laughs> and uh, before we uh, head out for the night, um, what have you guys been watching, listening to, reading, all that fun shit? Uh, Brian or Sarah, I'll have you guys go first. Um, I don't know what uh, I've been listening to. You know what? I like. I I know it's a cop out, but it, it it's still just been this Foo Fighters record for me all week. So, um, which I'm super pumped. You recommended. You, you said you listened to it, right? I got a chance to dive into it. I've given it um a, a good few listens now. Um, but I, I feel it still needs to sit with me a bit longer. Um, but I love that the like that they've come out with new music. It's yep. very different, but very distinctly Foo Fighters still. So yep. that's that's fucking with me a little bit because it is also I very know. different. Yeah. Um, great recommendation for sure. I feel like it's a very mature release, and I really respect that from the Foo Fighters that they don't keep doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And they keep evolving. And, you know, whether you like it or you don't like it, um, I, I, I'd love that bands do that and they do it very well in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's still the foos for me. Um, Sarah, you got anything or? Unfortunately, no, no I am basically, <laughs> No, again, yeah, no, I have not been into anything as of late, unfortunately. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. It doesn't have to be something new every week. That's, that's fine. 
Um, I've got two recommendations. I've been reading a uh, a, a book, um, an Ernest Hemingway biography. Shit, Ooh, someone that interesting. Is... Look at you go. Love that. Oh. I've always been fascinated by Ernest Hemingway because he's like kind of this like this like man's man. Like, he has this image, I should say, of this like kind of very man's man uh, sort of sort of look. But he's also been like it's been widely speculated that he was like bisexual and, and not that that you can't be manly but mm-hmm. i think the kind of traditional sense of like being manly would absolutely kind of go against that so right. um this uh this book kind of really explores like his his entire life in a very in-depth detail like it's not it you've got to have kind of a lot of energy to get into this book as far as like okay i really want to learn about this and i'm going to focus on this because otherwise it's going to be a little dry for you but the the uh, the author is Mary V. Dearborn, um, and it's just called Ernest Hemingway, a biography. It's the first full biography of Hemingway in like more than 15 years. And she delved into like a lot of like recently uncovered like documents and letters and stuff like that. Um, and it's the first biography actually uh, of his to be written by a woman. So it's kind of a, a different type of perspective as well. Um, it's great. It's really fascinating. I'd, I'd highly suggest checking that out. That's cool. And um, very quickly, I've been going down a rabbit hole of watching live performances on YouTube from Hans Zimmer. Right. What? So, that sounds good. <laughs> so one of my favorite movies is Interstellar, and he does the the music for Interstellar. And there's a video online where he plays like kind of the Interstellar theme live when he was in Prague. And it's the most like moving piece of music I've ever like witnessed. Like it's just it's so powerful, and it gives me goosebumps every time I just think about it. Let alone listen to it. Um, he's also played at Coachella. Like he did a Coachella <laughs> set and just played like themes from his music and like Pirates of the Caribbean, Lion King, Interstellar, all this kind of stuff. So, um, Dark, Knight. Dark Knight, obviously, yeah. So it's it's just incredible That's watching cool. his ensemble perform it's obviously not just him he's on he's on piano or organ but he, he has, has a passionate group with him passionate too, like. who, who clearly love what they're doing yeah mm-hmm. he's um, so amazing like the amount of work he's done is like so crazy when you look into it yeah yeah, yeah he's got quite the catalog yeah. prolific so yeah i've just been i've been diving into that one i'll post the the maybe the link to the interstellar one um in the show notes and then from there you can just kind of dive in because it's it's yeah. fucking fantastic so yeah, do it. So yeah cool. that's what i got cool amazing um my recommendation for this week uh a new release from the pretty reckless uh is death by rock and roll and um i like that album cover well she likes to get naked so. i like, <laughs> like her i like her a lot <laughs> i like her i'm a big and- fan of taylor monson <laughs> and Brenner, like like you had said with with Foo Fighters, you like yeah. that they they've matured and that they're progressing. And um, in the same vein, but sort of the opposite, I love that this new album is exactly what I would expect from the Pretty Reckless. Um, right down to um, she tends to put sort of a slower ballad, if not an acoustic track, on every um, yeah. album. This one's no different. It's a slower track. I just just fucking kills and everything else in in on the album is so just hard rock and roll and it's fantastic and um this album actually has one track featuring tom morello which is fantastic yeah Um, you know what i did listen to that track that was cool uh, it's it's just it's a hard hitting rock and roll album it's like i said exactly what you'd expect of the pretty reckless and i'm so happy there's new music from them so yeah right on 
And there, I mean, so what is this? Their third album? I want to say second or third, right? Uh, third, I think. Yeah. Third, I think, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, so I'm not saying that bands shouldn't like, you know, change the envelope every record kind of a thing. I I do appreciate Mm -hmm. bands that keep doing a sound. But I, I, for me, at least with the Foo Fighters, it's like they've been around for 30 years, right? So it's just like I... For sure. It's nice to hear something different. So for that sure, was yeah. my respect in, in that. So I'm not saying don't, you know what I mean? So this is actually their fourth album. Um, to be fair, I didn't listen to their first album, which was uh, Light Me Up in 2011. Uh, no, Going to Hell to 2014 was a big one for me. Uh, their 2016 that, album... Yeah. Uh, who you selling for wasn't as big of a hit for me as going to hell but um death by rock and roll big big fan of awesome yeah cool i love that she's a good deal gotta say oh so. she, no she's a great deal i think we can be honest <laughs> yeah let's let's, let's be honest with ourselves. Actually, when we uh when we saw them play it was a, a music festival in germany yeah. And we actually had bets on how much clothing she would be wearing. Because <laughs> typically she'll come out on stage with yeah. just like electrical tape on her tits and that's about it. <laughs> and she did not disappoint, let me tell you. Yeah, it was uh, pretty great. Pretty great. Respect. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, that's it for the show this week, guys. We did it. We nailed it. We got we to the it. end. We, did it. We, had, uh, we had some serious discussions. We had some fun discussions. We laughed. We cried. We're both. We're all. We're all very hungry now. So we're very. Hungry. Yeah, we are very oh. hungry. Yeah. And speaking of hungry, I would like to mention the dicks of our Patreon supporters. <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble. That is a. That's a hell of a segue. Thank I you. <laughs> I mean, they. You know, you you talk about hunger, but boy, they just make me thirsty. So, uh, yeah, Patreon supporters, um, Phil Marks. Thank you so much for the uh, years-long support, man. Yeah. Honestly, um, yeah. we can't thank you enough. Um, and recent Patreon uh, supporter Connor Graham, um, just a legend in just, the making. Just an absolute—not even a legend in the making. He is a legend. Continues to be legend. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, it's intimidating. <laughs> it is a bit intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but we, we, we cannot thank you enough for, for the support and, uh, we just, we love you guys. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to stay up to date with anything, pull the plug related, or you want to join the ranks of those fine, big dicked manly men, um, you can find the links to that as well as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all that can be found over at our website, ptppodcast.com. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There's a contact form on there if you want to reach out to the There's show. So many things. We have seen a massive influx of uh, new music being sent our way, which is amazing. Yes. Thank you so much, to every artist that submitted music. Um, oh, that's awesome. Thank, thank you, Sarah, for like reaching out to a whole bunch of people. That's pretty amazing. Yes, yeah, so we'll have a lot of new music coming coming your way to your ear holes in uh, future episodes. That's right. Um, and there's also a link to the page on iTunes if you want to uh, rate and review us. It's it really helps the show out. Um, but honestly, just tell tell people that you listen to this. Tell um, your friends. I mean, it's understandable why you wouldn't. No, I no, get for sure. Yeah. Tell your friends, not your mom. But if you feel no. really passionate about it, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> um, is that it? That's a good. Um, I just want to point out, Sarah's literally looking up Taylor Momsen's boobs right now. <laughs> oh, nice. You got so I appreciate you. I, I appreciate what you're doing. So, 
Um, and she's going full <laughs> naked now, so she really wants to know. Oh. Wow. Okay. This is great. I actually just typed into Google, why is Taylor Momsen always naked? I want to know why. why? <laughs> I mean, when you look like that, yeah, you, why just, not? you just do it. Okay. Yeah. No, this is, I never knew anything about hey, this. So. I'm here for the research. <laughs> man life is beautiful um awesome uh that's the show for this week thank you all so very much for listening keep talking peace love and butt stuff Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. Yo, babe, get this off. This is my work computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.